0: Bye.
1: Q&A podcast. My name is Anthony. Uh, sitting right across from me via Zoom, as always, is my pal De Quincy.
0: Hello, everybody. Um, I guarantee you that today's episode will be a much more lighthearted affair than last, last time out. Um, it literally can't get any darker. I mean... <laughs>
1: It we can only both, go up from
0: here. You would say that, but we've had, and I'm not joking, like six shootings since that last episode. So Jesus Christ, yeah, and that true. might be like that might be conservative because there was like two today. Oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah. This country is going to hell in the handbasket, but at least we can celebrate while we go down in flames. Uh, how you doing, man?
1: I'm good. I'm good. I am literally. Uh, laying down recording. I don't know if you noticed.
0: I did notice because all I can see is the top of your head and your glasses.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, I got this little cat, this little kitten. And the guy fell asleep before I could get up.
0: Oh. Re-
1: <laughs> he fell well, asleep right on top of me before I could record. So before yeah. I could get up and move to my to my desk.
0: Animal law says you got to stay there until they wake up. Yeah. They wake up, <laughs> not you waking them up. Right. Man, I so in my apartments I live right by the pool. And um, they just reopened the pool because they had done some construction on the bottom, and then the city had to come out inspecting everything. So mm-hmm. they it just recently reopened right in time for the summer, and these goddamn kids are out here playing Marco Polo <laughs> and screaming at the top of the lugs. I've officially hit old man status because I wanted to open the door and be like, hey, you punk ass kids, keep it down. <laughs> Wait, kids still play Marco Polo? Apparently so. Wow. I'm like, I need to calm down out there, man. I thought that game would
1: have gone out with, you know, like the compact disc.
0: Well, shit, they're bringing it back. Like you, um, hipsters, with the um, what they call it, with the record players. They're bringing it back. <laughs>
1: oh, all right now.
0: Oh, too hard. <laughs> <All right. laughs> so I want to tell people when um, we decided to record today. My first. Fl- Idea was let's nerd out. Let's talk about t- TV shows and movies and comics and so forth. And then I get on and I ask Anthony, "Have you seen Doctor Strange yet?" No. <laughs> well, ha- uh, have you watched episode? Have you gotten through episode three of Obi Wan? I haven't even started. Just, just ruining plans.
1: <laughs> well, I don't want to talk about Obi Wan because I don't know yeah i haven't seen it i don't know what's going on i could talk about dr strange because i i know all the spoilers uh i saw the you know the you know the shoddy um uh you know um mobile recordings
0: from the theaters that people were oh lord you you saw the bootlegs yeah (laughs) exactly it's crazy that everything technology wise has advanced except for the bootlegs so they're still as bad as they were when I was in high school. there's some <laughs> right. dude like hiding a camcorder in his in his lap while watching the movie <laughs> it's ridiculous um but no we'll say that for some another time we can nerd out next time because sure. there's a lot of stuff going on TV uh movie wise and I want to give that a whole podcast and we we'll, we're on a time crunch today so sounds good sounds good so before we get into our main topic which be a little bit of wrestling I just want to talk about uh baseball real quick oh yeah so the Los Angeles Angels lost their 11th game in a row today
1: oh is it is it already starting the downfall I just,
0: I, okay I just want I'm on fan graphs. So I'm looking up their their playoff odds right so May 24th the last time that they won a game, their playoffs odds were 77% just to make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Today, and before factoring in um, today's game, their playoff odds now sit at 35.8%.
1: Oh, my gosh. Let me That's, ask you this. Has Mike Trout gotten hurt?
0: Um, More like just been ineffective. Wow. Like, it's just been a slump for the entire team. And the way they won, they lost today, I'm sorry, was – was uh almost comical. I almost feel bad for them <laughs> because they were up like uh, I think it was seven. No, in fact, let me just go to the box score right now because I think they were up seven to three. It'd be nice if MLB.com worked for me okay, yeah, they were up, yeah, seven to three in the eighth inning. Bryce Harper comes up with the bases loaded. and hits a grand slam to tie the game. No, I'm sorry. They were, yeah, 7-3. That's right. Oh, no, no, no. I'm sorry. It was six. It was six to two. I'm sorry. Uh, They both scored in the ninth. So they were up six to two going into the bottom of the eighth. Bryce Harper hits a grand slam to tie the game at six. The ninth inning, the Angels score one run, in the bottom of the ninth, uh, the Phillies score three and win. Oh, man. The angels have gone from 27 and 17 to 27 and 28. Yeah, hey,
1: that is crazy. Well, guess we don't have to worry about them anymore.
0: I think, yeah. I th- it's funny because I'm on fan and so, you know you have the little line graph that shows the team wins, and like there was a there was a period of time where the Astros and the Angels were like neck and neck, and then it gets to a point where the Angels hit 27, and then the Astros just pass them and keep going up, but the Angels just go straight across. <laughs> did any the either any of us pick the Angels to make the playoffs? No, I don't even think the wild card. No, I don't think so. Yeah, I mean, they're only a half game back in the wild card. Eight and a half games back behind the Astros. So, man, that's what they need, something. All that good fortune they had in the beginning is just turned around on them. But anyway, we're here to talk about wrestling. One more thing. One more thing about sports. Mm
1: -hmm. Dude, uh, game one of the NBA finals was on Thursday. Mm -hmm. Game two is tonight. We're recording on Sunday. On Sunday? What is that about?
0: And both games have been in San Francisco. So both games have been West Coast time. And I don't understand I don't understand. Do they not want people to watch their games? Because I am not making it to the end of that game. I didn't make it to the end of game one.
1: Oh yeah. No, no. The the start times, you know, that's another thing. But why is there like three days in between? Especially when the first two games are played at home.
0: I have no idea. It, like, they either should... No, what they should have done is had Game 2 uh, last night, so at least people could stay up and watch the damn games. Right. And I was like, shit, I got work in the morning. I'm not going to stay up to... Wa- I'm not getting past halftime. I can tell you that right now. Yeah, pretty much. But I, all I want to say about Game 1, it was super entertaining. It was great to see the Warriors get out Warrior. Mm-hmm. Um, and like before the series, um, we didn't have a chance to do our predictions, but I predicted the, uh, warriors in six, um, getting a little nervous with that right now. <laughs> right. Yeah,
1: man. That first game, they, you know, I watched like the end of the first half and man, they were, they like, it was half, almost halftime and they were rushing shots and just making bad shots, you know, left and right. And it's like, what are you doing? You have a whole half left to play and you're playing with urgency that that is unnecessary. And then later on in the game, yeah, the, the urgency, um, they could never get it right, man. They were still making, you know, bad, you know, taking bad shots and, and um, yeah, just, just got outplayed completely by, by Boston. Mm -hmm. And game two is, is at seven o'clock. So our time.
0: Yeah. I'm not making that. I got to get up <laughs> at five in the morning, get ready for work. I'm okay. not making
1: that. I got you. I um, got
0: you. Um, one other thing I want to say about the NBA, I'm look, I'm going to try to be gentle about this. So I understand that Kobe Bryant was a big uh, part of Jason Tatum's you know career and he's an inspiration and this, that, and the third, but God damn, enough is enough.
1: Just it's too much, man.
0: It's like after game seven, when he posts on Instagram, that screenshot of the text he sent to Kobe Bryant's phone. And I'm not telling anybody how to mourn for their loved ones or anything. Like, if that's what you do, that's fine. I know people who, you know, they still – you know, listen to voicemails from relatives who are passed on. That's that's okay. You text the old number. That's fine. I there's nothing wrong with that. That's part of healing. That's part of you know trying to survive and everything. But w- we don't need to know that. I don't like. I don't understand why you need to post that and let the world see that. Like if you mourn Kobe Bryant, you miss him. That's all right. But you don't need to be showing it for all of us mere mortals. Like yeah. that feels like that. Now you're just doing it for the clicks and the likes. A hundred percent.
1: I, you know, nobody needs to know any of that. Um, it, it doesn't. It's not even a story. The story now is, why would you do something like that? The the fact that he, you know, sent that out, like, it, it, it's unnecessary. It's unnecessary to to talk about it and it it does the fact that it got out seems very self-centered
0: not got out he posted it he did that oh my god yeah he no, posted that that screenshot on on his Instagram that's uh, completely self self-serving I uh, like I said mourn how you want to mourn but there are some things that just need to stay private yeah I
1: mean yeah.
0: that's That's
1: exploiting the deceased is almost as bad as speaking ill of them. It's like Prince, man, that family didn't waste any time. Or that estate didn't waste any time reissuing every single thing he he recorded. Uh, Just pimping out that name. Same with Selena. She, she wasn't even 12 hours cold man and they were putting out merchandise left and right with her name
0: It's like, it's like there's got to be a point where you stop like, yeah. Jason Taylor, don't you feel like a little bit foolish at all? and uh, no one no one needs to know
1: that because mm-hmm. if it is just between you guys just the two of you then just let it be that
0: yeah. It went from mourning a friend to, like, let me show you, I still have this guy's number in my phone right. to me. <sighs> okay, enough talk about anything that's not wrestling. Let's talk about wrestling. <laughs> and for once, we started with AEW.
1: Can you believe it?
0: Yeah, shocking to me, too. Um, They just had their... Pay-per-view, which names escaped me right now. that showed that. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we're gonna talk about the whole MJF situation. Um, so apparently uh, last week he skipped out on a meet and greet. There were talks about him being upset about his contract, whether it was a work or a shoot, uh, whether he'd even make it to the pay-per-view in the first place. Then a report came out from Sean Ross Sapp and Fightful.com that uh, an um, airplane ticket had been purchased in his name out of Vegas, and he, but um, he never boarded it. He was able to make the pay-per-view uh, first match, correct?
1: Yeah. Was I, See, I'm curious as to whether or not they, if that was the plan all along to, to lead off with that that match or if um they decided to go with it first just in case you know like okay we've got him in the building let's just get it over with as as quickly as we can Mm -hmm. and that way if you know if there's a powder keg moment you know if he decides to bolt like okay it doesn't affect the rest of the show or in the order of the rest of the show yeah
0: I have no idea what's going to ahead. But anyway, he has a match against Wardlow. Wardlow power bombs him all the way to Satan's Palace. Um, match over. Wardlow gets over. Um, just, but And that should have been the story. That should have been the story. But, of course, that can't be the story. Because Wednesday night, MJF comes out, gives the CM Punk promo of his life talks about the business all the behind the scenes things and is basically like suspended until further notice they've taken mm-hmm. his, um, his profile off of the website you can't buy any more of his merchandise uh, so to me it seems like they've taken they've taken something that was a real issue and you know made it into um a storyline because i I don't see how you can seriously say, "Oh, this was all a work from day one when if uh, people paid to go to that meet and greet, mm-hmm. and if I paid just to go see MJF, well, guess what? I'm gonna want my goddamn money back." Mm-hmm.
1: And I think his was one of the most expensive,
0: mm-hmm. uh,
1: you know, uh, showings or something, or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Like it was like hundred dollars, I think, for him.
0: Yeah. So people say, "Oh, it was a work. It was all planned." What work you know involves a company giving money back, right?
1: But it is pro wrestling, and you can always turn work into a shoot, or mm-hmm. turn a shoot into a work. Um. It, it's a little bit tougher these days, just because everybody's so speculative online, and we already kind of see it telegraphed at times. But this one very much seems like... Well, no, no, it doesn't. It started out feeling very much like Sasha and Naomi, the Mm -hmm. Sasha and and Naomi situation in WWE, but now it really does feel like they've been able to turn it... that they've turned it into a work. Um, The fact that he went as long as he did on Wednesday with everything, you know, and everything he said. Uh, The F-bomb, obviously, you you just can't let it, you know, you can't let it air. So, you know, of course, you're going to bleep that out. But Mm -hmm. a lot of the other stuff he said, man, was pretty rough.
0: Yeah, I have no idea what's going to happen with him going forward. Like, once his contract runs out... If he stays with AEW, go to WWE, either good shit, go to Impact. Everything is possible. We are in the realm of of MJF possibilities right now. Well,
1: early prediction
0: for me. Mm -hmm.
1: Because it really does seem like this is all about money right now. Like the Sasha Naomi thing, it's very well documented that this was about their characters and their positioning and, you know, on on shows and in storylines and whatnot. And he did mention getting respect in his promo, but all I've heard is just, it is about the money. So I think he's going to go wherever the highest bidder is. And that's a good thing for him because he's only 26. He'll be 28 maybe when, when that contract is up. Um, and he's good on the mic. And I think there's, you know, there's definitely going to be a lot of interest for him. And I think he's positioning himself very well. I mean, I know we talked about it with the other situation, but you know how it is. (laughs) You know how they treat these guys and what they look for and what they're about. And he's positioning himself quite well to get the most, you know, to maximize his, you know, uh, his value.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't even think this little walkout situation is going to hurt him at all either. I think he just, he's one of those guys, he's just too talented.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And he's so young. I mean, you know, that's, we just, we can't overlook that because he's the guy that could keep doing this for another 15 years. Mm-hmm. And the way, the way athletes are these days, you know, another 15 years of, of pro wrestling, you know, isn't a, um, isn't something that isn't something that, you know, that's impossible these days.
0: You think he has any interest in going the Hollywood route? Huh. No, because he.
1: he still hasn't really established himself fully. Like he hasn't, he hasn't realized his full potential in wrestling. I think, I think once he is at the top of the card, once he is, you know, the face of, of a company or the company, then I think that's when you start, you know, looking into that, but I could be wrong. I mean, look, he's young enough where everybody is probably thinking about it at some point. But I think he's, I think he, his focus is on getting the most money he can from wrestling at this point. Hmm. If I have to pick, if I have to be, uh, you know, have to pick a definite <laughs> make it uh, or give you a definite answer, I will say that yeah, I think he's just focused on wrestling at the moment.
0: Yeah, and I know he could get some big money from AEW. The cons aren't broke. <laughs> But if it's not just money he's looking for, but also, like, exposure, then he's got to go to WWE because it doesn't matter how big AEW gets as a wrestling company. Mm-hmm. WWE is a institution yeah. It's something like Disney or Marvel with, uh, with you know, they have the billion dollar TV deals. They have their wrestlers going on NFL show, uh, countdown shows, things like that showing up. They're more than just a wrestling company. They're an entertainment company. And if you're looking for the big money, the big um, like big, the way that you can show yourself off to all of America, then WWE is where it's at. Yeah.
1: I mean, it's been nice. They've gotten little, you know, they've definitely gotten shout outs on, you know, NBA broadcasts and stuff like that. I think um, that Warriors, not to go totally back to basketball, but that Mm -hmm. Warriors-Mavericks game where there was, like, a little, almost a brawl or, like, almost a fight. Uh, I forgot who it was, but, you know, these guys were tripping up each other and stuff like Mm -hmm. that. They mentioned, they were like, man, this is just like that AEW show that's going to come on after this game. Like, we're getting into some, you know, this guy's going to, you know, go at it, like the stars of AEW and, you know, that's nice and all, but yeah, I mean, you know, for, for maximum exposure, I mean, WWE is still, still where it's at.
0: I will never forget when Chris Jericho went on, uh, wasn't, I think it was, uh, NBA tonight with Chuck and all them guys and Twitter roasted him for being overweight. Someone called, said he looked like uh, a fat baby mama. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's a tweet That That started it all. That no, that started in the gym, yeah. That got him in the gym. He looks great now, but uh, I remember Twitter was just roasting his ass for like a good couple hours after that appearance.
1: (laughs) He hit the gym the next hour after, (sighs) yeah. Good for him, man. He, you know, looks like he cut out the drinking and you know, it's taken serious again.
0: That's good. Um, there are a lot of things that MJF said in his promo that are are kind of true, which is the best kind of promo when it's true. Like especially of a part about how Tony Khan is just saving up money to go after the next released WWE wrestler. Mm-hmm. I know there are guys, you know, AEW day ones that have to feel that way. Guys who who believe in this company and believe that this was going to be the one that actually gave them a shot after wrestling everywhere else and now they're just sitting in the back waiting for their contract to expire of course cuz there are some guys like you know uh Sunny Kiss, he yeah. had a, a couple of ma- uh, I think a couple of matches with Cody Rhodes back when he was native. W he has not been on TV in over a year.
1: <laughs> Is he doing the uh YouTube thing? The cer- I- YouTube
0: circuit? I could not tell you. I I'm not watching their YouTube show, oh yeah, no like dark i I can't watch that because I know it's recorded mm-hmm. like I'm past the need for recorded wrestling right ever since Smackdown went live, I've cut that out cut that out of my life like i I need if I can see the results two days before your show goes on. There's no need to watch it. Exactly. Yeah. I don't don't know what AEW does as far as like their shows because their YouTube show it's it feels like they should be using you, both their YouTube show and Dark to like get over new talent, so they can get on Dynamite. But it doesn't seem to translate. It's like guys make it to Dark and just stay there.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, first they have to get on Rampage, which is on Fridays.
0: Oh yeah, that too. I'm sorry, I was not Dark. I meant Rampage. My bad. But oh. they they Dark in a YouTube show, and they they get and they there's like if they had. Something like uh WWE has for NXT 2.0, mm-hmm. they would go so much better for their development. But it seems like guys, guys and gals, they both get on these shows, dark evolution, dark um d- uh dynamite, not dynamite, um rampage. rampage, and they're just stuck there. There's no storyline, just like here's some good guys who can wrestle, but it's like that's like 95% of the wrestlers' characters in AEW. I I super kick and do flippy shit real good Mm
1: -hmm. part of the 5% is MJF and he made that he mentioned that too he said I'm so good I don't have to do half the shit that these guys do and he's true he's right he doesn't he doesn't do the flips and kicks and all that stuff he just wrestles and he talks trash on the mic and he he gets more people worked up than anybody anybody else and we talked about this before man like i always looked at it like man that's a it's a they got a big roster but they have a lot of young talent that like and now they've got two shows on cable um it's it's not quite nxt but it's it's kind of like you are thrusting them you know into the limelight you know you're putting them on on these you know uh you know these flagship shows and it's just like let's see what you got but now it's like they're signing, they've signed so many ex-WWE guys and gals. It's like they're getting pushed out of the way. And now they're not even, they're not even getting a chance to, um, you know, uh, go through a trial by fire.
0: Yeah. And we can talk, that sink or swim stuff that they do, mm-hmm. like, that's not good for every person some people need help some people need direction but if you're in a a company where you feel like you can't get the support you need and they're just saying hey go out there and do what you do and it's like well what can i do that would get me over with not only the audience but tony khan and you, you know you're asking that question and no one you really don't have anyone to help you like that sink or swim mentality isn't great for everyone. Yeah. Like, do I wish they would do that more with WWE and let certain wrestlers, like, you know, not be scripted, you know, just give them the bullet points and have them do what they do. Yeah, sure. Of course. But there are people that they're good at one thing. Like I'm gr- great at wrestling, terrible on the mic, or I'm the great talker by my wrestling is, you know, not limited. so great. It, yeah, it's limited and people need help. That sink or swim mentality where it's like, okay, we're going to throw you out there. See what you got on, you know, on dark or dynamite. These shows where the crowd may or may not be into you because they don't know who the fuck you are. Mm -hmm. And then if you, if you, how how do you determine someone's actually doing well if they're not getting a reaction from the crowd or how do you, like, I don't. I don't like what they're doing on their shows where it just seems like it's a way... Yeah, you can get paid doing that, but you seem to be stuck at a level and you can't ever go up.
1: Yeah, and I was was always a big fan of the ranking system, you know, to make it more legitimate. It's kind of old school. Like, he he moved up two spots to, you know, ranked number nine, you know, in the company. But even that, it, it just doesn't seem...
0: It makes no sense.
1: Yeah, it's still – it's kind of gotten lost in the shuffle of everything.
0: It's like the old BCS system from college football. (laughs) Like, it it just says whatever it wants to say. It doesn't have to have any kind of meaning behind it. One week you're number one. You could not have a match, and then you're dropped down to number three even though the guys who, you know, surpass you, you beat them before in matches. It's it's a good concept, but it doesn't, like, a lot of things in AEW, it seemed like a great idea at the time. And now it's like, do we really need this? Mm -hmm. Like, we don't want to be WWE. We want to show you that these wins actually matter and everything. It's like, no, they don't, because you could just row a guy into a into some title contention match who wasn't even ranked and if he wins it he gets a shot at the title
1: and now it's like if you got a guy who's what I don't know for example 10 and 35 what is he even then by that logic what is he even doing in your company like if he can only win 10 matches out of you know 30 or 40 overall like He's not
0: cutting it, <laughs> you know. And, oh, and also you say 10 35, and all those matches have either been on dark or the YouTube show. <laughs> right. Or even taking the reverse, they go 35 and 10, and you haven't seen one of their damn matches. It's like it's like when um Goldberg had his undefeated streak mm-hmm. and every week it like jumped up by like seven matches. <laughs> it's it's as as basis as that. It's like, oh, yeah, he, his record this year is 42 and 7. Yeah, but only one of those have been televised on Wednesday, and it was a loss, so it doesn't matter. Right, right. There's a lot of people over there I think could eat, even if it's not long-term, they could use a little seasoning at NXT.
1: Yeah, and, and look, it is still a young company. It just turned three Mm -hmm. last week. So maybe we are being a little too harsh, but at the same time, part of what, uh, maybe not so much now, but what always made, what made WWE and, and, and just pro wrestling in general. So like what really gets people over isn't just necessarily what you see on television. It is the fact that, you know, wrestling has always been a, a traveling, it's it's a traveling circus essentially. You, you know, from town to town and you you do house shows and stuff and they haven't quite got there yet with, with AEW and maybe, you know, maybe they're still working on it but th- that's really the big key that's missing I think with their company, like to really get guys over where yeah, you're not going to see, if you're not watching the internet shows um, at least you can go see a live show and you know, really get a feel for what person A can do and what person B can do, you know, and so
0: forth. Going back to your point about them being young. young company i always push back against that because they're the ones who came out and said they're the anti-wwe they're (laughs) the ones that said they believe in diversity and give people a chance and all this that and the third they said that was part of their mission statement when they started so if that's what you're gonna stand on to at the beginning if you're not doing it three years in of course i'm gonna call you out on it Mm You're the ones who said, we got to do, you know, more diversity and this, that, and the third, but you can't find any black male wrestlers to put in the uh, main uh, event. You're the ones who talk about, uh, we can do better than the WWE, but your women's champion can't get more than 30 minutes of TV time after she wins her, um, her championship.
1: Yeah, three minutes.
0: No, I'm talking about Total from Thunder Rosa. Thunder Rosa, from when she won the championship to now, she has not been on television uh, more than a combined total of uh, 30 minutes. In fact, she wasn't even on uh, Dynamite (laughs) on Wednesday. Yeah. So, yeah, I I understand you say they're a young couple and everything, but I'm just asking them to stand up to – the i just want them to stand 10 toes down to what they said when they created the the uh, company right now you no, say no. whatever you want they're not w wwe that's fine but there are a lot of things they do that wwe ish
1: mm-hmm.
0: you look at a uh, Britt baker and tell me that she's not AEW's version of charlotte flair <laughs> right And y'all complain about um, uh, WWE having a bunch of guys who do the same thing over and over again. Tell me that's not AEW doing super kick, super kicks, and flippy shit. That's nine out of the ten wrestlers on there, male wrestlers on there every night.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, it's you know the proof is in the pudding, man.
0: I told y'all put out the statement talking about when you're misstating about diversity, yeah, you get black wrestlers on there like Keith Lee, and he has, like, a spot in the beginning, and now he's on Dynamite damn near permanently. Ricky yeah. Starks, um, who, uh, uh, Swerve. But, but like I told you before, before we started, Tony Khan has the wrestlers that he loves and he supports, and everybody else just has to get in where they fit in. Unfortunately, a lot of these people where they fit in is on a goddamn YouTube show with <laughs> right. uh, 20,000 subscribers.
1: And, and that statement alone, I mean, for all the hate that, you know, all the complaining that we get, that we hear about Vince and whatnot, how is Tony Khan any different than, than Vince McMahon? Because you just said it. I mean, he's in love with this guy and that guy and everybody else just needs to, you know. Fallen step.
0: Mm-hmm. That was Vince McMahon with John Cena. Stone Cold Steve Austin, The Rock. Um, shit, now Roman Reigns. Terry. Yeah. It's like all, it's every wrestling promo. Don't be thinking that Tony Khan's some great guy just because you don't like Vince McMahon. Mm-hmm.
1: And he's a fan. I mean, that, that was a big point of MJF's promo. Mm-hmm was like you've got all this power in the business now like you're the president of a of a wrestling organization that is you know nationally televised has a growing following and is supposed to be the opposite of of you know the big show the biggest show and yet all you are is basically a fan and you pick and choose your favorites Based on your fandom and your, you know, affinity for these people. I mean, the guy sits next, they do these, whether you like them or not, they do these press conferences after the pay-per-views. Oh, the scrums? Yeah. The only guy he sits next to is CM Punk and all of these. Mm -hmm. Like the first one where he came out, you know, where he signed with the company. Sure. I get that. You know, that's a big deal. There's a lot of questions about all of that, but he sat next to the guy for every other one since then.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, we didn't even talk about that. Seeing, C uh, CM yeah. Punk won the AEW World Title. Uh, had to. Rel- okay, the wording on this is really weird because it. At first, they announced that he relinquished the title, which may seem like he's not champion, but now. He's still champion, and they're crowning an interim champion champion until he comes back.
1: Right. It's not like you're saying champion. Sorry, <laughs> I'm sorry.
0: Oh, sorry. Right. Like champion. Going, oh.
1: Right. We're going back. You're going doing it old school. Champion. Champion.
0: Uh, but um, yeah, they're they've announced how they're going to do their championship, like the the steps to crown the interim world champion. And um, it could not be more confusing if they tried.
1: Right. The only thing, the only thing out of this that makes sense is the fact that, and we talked about the rankings earlier, John Moxley is ranked number one and that's mm-hmm. fine. You know, that's th- the high. you know, the, the top two or three rankings. Sure. That's where these rankings kind of make sense. Cause you can get a feel for who is
0: question. This- how, how far do the rankings go? I think top 15, Uh. maybe 10,
1: 10 or 15. I don't think they go any further than that, but okay. So yeah, he's, he's the number one contender. So at some point he was going to get a a title shot anyways. So he's automatically in the finals of a short lived tournament, essentially where he's going to fight for the interim title. And then they're doing a battle royal to determine who, oh no, he's not fighting for the title. He's fighting for the chance to fight for the title. (laughs) So whoever wins the battle royal faces him. And it's basically the North American number one contender because they're doing two New Japan guys, Hiroshi Tanahashi, and I forgot who the other guy was. We're going to, they're going to fight and they'll be the Japanese number one contender. And those two number one contenders are going to fight for the interim title. Because the plan all along, I think, was to get Punk versus Tanahashi. He came out on Wednesday, confront, you know, Mm -hmm. accepted the open door or the forbidden door challenge or whatever, you know, that was a a big moment. I mean, and that was going to be an incredible match because I have seen a few Tanahashi matches, man, and they are like the guy can go, obviously.
0: You just explained all that. My nose started bleeding. <laughs>
1: right. Yeah. Well, <Boy>, it's everywhere. <laughs> and so then the winner of the interim title match will face Punk for the unified title when he returns from injury, which could be anywhere from two to six months, depending on how it goes.
0: Uh, I'm sorry. You said one of the rest would be Tanahashi. Yes. The other one is, oh, man, I feel like I'm going to mispronounce the name. Hiroki Godo? Okay. Yeah, the,
1: yeah, that's that's the name I saw. I just forgot. Yeah. But that makes sense. Or that I'll take your word for
0: it. <laughs> so I would have done this so much simpler. I would have still had the um the New Japan uh, uh bout go on and there'd be the you know the New Japan challenger for the championship, and over here in America, what I've done is just had a thirty-man Royal Rumble. You said that is uh, the rankings is fifteen, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, automatically, those fifteen men would be entered. We'd have fifteen other wrestlers by random, but the the last fifteen entrants go in reverse order of the uh, rankings. So John Moxley, he's number one wrestler, so he comes in thirtieth. Right. Okay. Yeah. No, that makes sense. So that way you get the random randomness of the first fifteen, you know the last fifteen, and you know the rankings matter because the higher your ranking, the later you come into the Royal Rumble. Right. And then that way the. the you can build storylines out, out of that. You, you're gonna have your baby face who comes in like number three or something and lasts to the final four, get the crowd behind him. You can have someone like turn on someone, throw them out, and you can build a storyline off of that. Like there's so many things you can do. There may so many storylines that you can build out of a good Royal Rumble. And personally, I think that would just be an easier thing to do than what they're doing right now. And here's the
1: beauty of the scenario you created that would, I think would be a great, would be a great, you know, a that's a, that's a great way to, to do it. The beauty of the Royal Rumble has always been the objective of the Royal Rumble is to create new stars. So if you've got a guy, like you said, that's ranked 15 to 30, that's out of the top 15 or whatever. And again, he comes in at number three, and he lasts all the way through, you're creating that big moment you said, a new star, someone to really keep your eye on. You mm-hmm. like, oh, know, he's been ranked, all, he's he's all the way at the bottom of the rankings this whole time, but he can go. Ain't
0: no way. You know what we just didn't know it. You can because br- he's on YouTube or whatever. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You can bring in some dude from, you know, the dark evolution, whatever. You can bring one of those guys in, have them have a nice run in, in the title, and either have more people turn into them on like a rampage or a dark or YouTube show, or you give them enough that they can actually be wrestling on Wednesday nights. Mm-hmm. You'd be like, if I, I, I can't name a wrestler kind of watch, but the guy goes from, you know, he comes in at 29, he lasts to number four. And so he can come on and next thing you know, he's, he's on Wednesdays trying to challenge Scorpio sky for the TNT uh, championship. Right. Or at least getting his name out there. I, I I just think they're I I know I'm biased because it's my idea. I just think it was a better way of doing them than the confusing shit they're doing right now. <laughs> and it makes the rankings matter. That way John right. Moxley, he's number one, so he comes in last. He has a better chance of winning winning the World Rumble and being the um North American um uh world champion pursuer. So I don't know. I'm watching a rematch of um, uh, NXT in your house. Mm-hmm. Ooh, Carmelo Hayes. That they, guy can go. I want to see Carmelo Hayes, Braun Breaker. I know we're not going to get it right now because Hayes just won the North American championship back. But mm-hmm. that's like a suit. If they have that in NXT, as soon as they're done, they both can go up yeah and and uh Cameron Grimes he always impressed me every match
1: oh yeah. yeah that that guy he's just one of those like classic wrestler types you know that just
0: he can kind of do a little bit of everything mm-hmm. and Trick Williams is hilarious <laughs> uh, sorry um yeah that's how I was doing it I'm. I'm not saying I'm a genius or I can book or anything. I just. I like things that are easy to explain, that make sense. And you can build a storyline out of. And the Royal Rumbles are great for building storyline. That's why this year's Royal Rumble sucked. Wow, we did a lot of AEW talk. That's okay. We, you know, we hadn't even been devoting
1: our three minutes, my three minutes, to it because <laughs> I just don't keep up with it unless
0: something crazy you know, happens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think that's it for AEW. That's all I got. Uh, oh, about to get up out of here. Anything else you want to talk about, my friend? No, nah, man. I, I think you know we covered it. We covered a good amount. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir.
1: And there's oh. really not much going on in WWE, man. I mean, you know, <laughs> storylines are what they are, you know. Mm-hmm. The matches are going to be great at, you know, Hell in a Cell.
0: Yeah, that's what but we're uh, getting right now. We're getting, like, piss-poor storylines, but great matches. Because that's what yeah. happened at, uh what was the last one? WrestleMania Backlash? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was, like, what, six matches? I think it was six, seven matches. But they were all great, except for the... um Baron Corbin, happy, happy, Mad Cat Cam- yeah, Matt Cavalc. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about, yeah. But and after that, I saw, I was, I was thinking to myself, what if for like the small pay per views, WWE just decides to go like the takeover route where it's like, okay, we got six matches, mm-hmm. and that's all we're gonna have time for. anybody who doesn't get on, we're gonna get you guys on the next pay per view. But we're not going to – like, unless it's one of the big house shows – the big shows, like WrestleMania or SummerSlam or, or like, the, the Cardiff one, we're not doing more than six matches. There's no need to. Yeah.
1: I think the big story out of WWE recently is uh, moving money in the bank from a football stadium, mm. for whatever reason that was, to uh, the MGM Grand. Yeah.
0: Crazy. I I like Money in the Bank. Um, the uh, the match mm-hmm. as a pair per view, it's not one of the big ones. It's not,
1: and I and man, if ever there was a, a show that I would want to replace one of the big fours with, that would be it. Like, because I do love that match. Mm-hmm. I do love the stakes behind both matches, you know, men's and women's, but. No, man. You, you can't fill a football stadium for that.
0: No. Yeah, uh, I probably shouldn't, because COVID's still out here. That's true, too. Do you see the report that the uh, numbers are higher now than they were this time last year? I did not. <laughs> yeah. And <I> not. <laughs> just think about how careful we were – Well careful for americans i mean how careful we were last year compared to what's going on this year
1: and when was the last do you still wear a mask
0: yeah but Imagine. the numbers are dwindling mm-hmm. like i went to um kroger today and the only people i saw wearing the mask were two women behind the um the uh meat department the mm-hmm. you know where they slice the meat and everything and give my delicious uh breakfast burritos and like Mm -hmm. two other customers and that was it oh man yeah i think we're i think we're done with that oh yeah yeah Yeah. i think we're at the point now as americans where people are just going to people are just Mm going to have to accept what they can accept yeah and um hope you get your vaccinations oh yeah I don't think we talked about COVID in a while. We bring that it's, back. It's been a, it's been a yeah. while. we bring that back. <laughs> I'm sorry. Carmelo won back the championship and Trick Williams looked at him like a proud papa. <laughs> I think that's my boy. Boy, I'm going to give me those two against the Street Profits.
1: That'll happen, man. No.
0: Definitely. It should it should oh well um that's all the time we got for tonight we'll be back later um oh real quick you have time tuesday to do a podcast
1: uh no i can't i can't do it tuesday
0: because wednesday i will be on the road oh um, that's right yep going up to see the bro ham and i won't be back until next sunday okay gotcha So we can find something after I come back because I'm off until that following Wednesday. Okay, cool. Definitely. That sounds good. All right, man. Um, Thank you all for liking, subscribing, sharing. We appreciate it. And uh, we will see you guys next time. For Anthony, I'm DeQuincy. Later.